Welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode number 262. My name is Brando. Coming up in just a moment, Jeremy Spencer is our guest for this episode, former drummer of Five Finger Death Punch, now turned lead vocalist of the brand new band, Psychosexual. Yeah, they're fun for the whole family. Yeah, they have a new album coming out, Unholy Hymns for the Children, uh, coming out May 14th, and he's going to be the lead vocalist. And he'll be going by Devil Daddy. It's a throwback to the theatrics. So it's going to be a fun conversation. And of course, we'll talk about GNR. Stick around after the interview because we haven't done this justice in a bit. And that's shotgun news. And there is some, there is some news to talk about, including new music from former Guns N' Roses members. And perhaps you've seen the video on my page, A Cat That Sings Sweet Child of Mine. If you haven't seen it, it'll do just uh, as much justice uh, audio-wise. So that's coming up. But first, Jeremy Spencer, who I interviewed on 420. So happy 420, Jeremy Spencer. Thank you. Happy 420 to you as well. Because it's not, aside from the obvious, I was literally just sent the press release for your your new video. So I, I just watched it hot off the presses, which I guess is kind of a planned words depending upon you know considering the subject matter yeah cool man um thank you yeah devil from hell the video came out today so it, we've been sitting on it a while we're finally glad to get it out there it's um it's always kind of torturous to wait once you have material that you want to share with everyone but it's on like a timeline and schedules and you got to set it up properly but uh today's the day so blaze up and watch the video <laughs> You know, it's something to behold. Um, forgive me if you've answered. I'm assuming you've answered this before, but what went into the the character? Because it's not just that Jeremy went from drummer to singer. You, you're going into a character. This band is is kind of a larger life band. What went into that decision rather than just being, you know, a rock band? Let's throw on a couple t-shirts to be in, which is I think is missed the theatrics. Of it all, so I really appreciate that you know you doing everything with the Devil Daddy character. So, what went into that decision? Well, thank you for starters. Um, I've always been a fan of theatrical music. I mean, it started with Kiss, like so many other musicians. When you're a young kid, you you see a Kiss record and then you go see them live, and it's life altering. So, ever since then, it's always been like it needs to be theatrical to me. Uh, bands like King Diamond. Uh, you know, Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson, Ghost. Um, it's always been fun. It's just more fun for the audience, I think. And when you can dress up as as a character, there it kind of like eliminates the rules. It expands everything to where you can push the fantasy a little further and create some crazy things that you wouldn't do if you were just standing up there in jeans and T-shirts as right. a normal guy, you know? Right. 
So I wanted to do something that was fun and different and that we haven't seen a million times. And I had never seen a devil front man. So I'm like, <laughs> I'll be a devil front man. <laughs> Who would have thought it would have taken that long? And I, it's brilliant. It's, 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 it's just really cool. Like I want to see, you know, the fact that I got finally got to see the character in the music video, it just makes me want more music videos to see what these characters do. Is it the same mindset that went into the, the band name also, Psychosexual, to do something different? Yeah, I mean, whenever I first started this, it was just me and a keyboard kind of making songs in my room um, and singing on them. And it was more synth-based, new wave, kind of 80s, Gary Newman, hmm. uh, Devo, Prince, kind of like different. Um, and it was sexually, the, the the lyrics were a little bit more sexual-based even. Um so I kind of came up with the name then, but I, I, I started missing like the heavy rock and darker rock and the live setting. And uh, I wanted to put together a band where we could go out and be dressed up as crazy characters and do something that I think has been missing for a long time, which is theatrical rock. I mean, you have bands like Ghost, but, and uh, you know, Slipknot's wears their mask and stuff, but, I think we need more. Um, there's so much of the same stuff out there, which, you know, it's fine. But to me, I just want to see something a little extra. So <laughs> that's kind of why, you know, we just we put this together and, and we're making it as outlandish as we can because it's fun. I'm into it. And that's what rock and roll is, is really about to be to push the envelope. And I don't know if this crossed your mind. The first thing, you know, when I, I see what psychosexual is about and the devil daddy character I was just laughing to not at that, but the controversy that came out about Little Nas X, that character, and uh, the Satan shoes and w devil worshiping, and I'm like, have you seen rock and roll in the past fifty years? Let alone what you're putting out now, you know, this, this devil from hell. Like, you're throwing it into people's faces, and like, are, have you gotten it? Or are, are rock fans getting it? Because I just thought it was so amusing that this pop star is getting uh, all this hate for doing stuff like Satan stuff, which I thought uh, was nothing now. Yeah. People voice their opinion. Uh, of course there's going to be haters that dislike this. It's, it's different. And um, it's wide open for criticism, of course, because it's care. It's weird characters and it's, it's not familiar. So it's easy to, to, it's an easy target, which is fine. I get it. I mean, it's, it's, that's, the day and age we're in it's about you put something out and everyone destroys it and they get off on it it's fun and it doesn't matter if it's if you know if slayer or metallica came out today they would probably get destroyed too it's just a different day and age that's how it works your, your bands get destroyed and that's fine i mean i came out of a band that was a major target for hate um, so it's like, I've, I pretty much heard it all at this point. You're not going to really get that creative and, and do anything. that's that impressive, but I do appreciate a good dogging. If it's funny, you know, if you, if you go to good links to come up with something original, then, um, I'll, I'll laugh. I can laugh at myself. It's fine. But, you know, when people message you and tell you you're, you're a piece of shit all the time, nobody really likes that, but, um, you just try to keep a, a good sense of humor about all of it and i really don't care what people think of me it's none of my business i make music for myself you know that may sound selfish but that's what artists do first and foremost you make records that you want to listen to and then if fans start digging it then that's a bonus and then you you know you take it from there but uh 
we just started to make records that we wanted to listen to first and foremost, and we like it, so that's what's important. And, and that's something that I know you're you're being you're taking the high road and saying that it's okay with the haters, but that's something that's that's bothered me. You're, everyone's allowed to have their opinion, but like you said, whether it's Five Finger Death Punch or or Metallica, a bit you know, uh, it doesn't matter where you are on the spectrum. If you put something out new, it's bringing on people to hate it, and I think that's really hurt the rock community in, in the last you know, maybe a decade or so, it needs more of like a, I don't know, more of a community actually and then trying to divide it, itself up. So that's why when I watch the single and listen to your music, I know it's it's only one single, one video right now, it's taking me back to the days when rock was fun. You know, it's kind of like you're you're welcoming the haters because you're you're dressed as the devil and who cares? Are you really going to insult the devil? Like is that, is that fire you really want to play with? So... Uh, you know, every, yeah. everyone's going to get out of it what they need to. If they need to have the hate juice from this, good, then great. And if they want to enjoy it, that's great, too. I really don't care what you think of me either way. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do until I don't want to do it anymore, you know, because I can. And uh, it's fun right now. So we're doing it. And uh, I just can't wait to play live so we can take this thing out there and get in front of as many people and have some fun. You know, right. everyone's chomping at the bit to see some live stuff. And I think this will be fun. You know, it's going to be different. <laughs> oh yeah. I can't wait to see psychosexual live. I mean, it, it again, if the video is, is anything, you know, a precursor, the, the imagination that you can possibly have. So that with that, let me ask, what's the, the biggest challenge thus far, uh, going from drumming to being the front man? Um, there really hasn't been a challenge other than it just takes a long time to get into the makeup. <laughs> it's, you know, like when I first started figuring out how to do this character, it took almost six hours. Oh, wow. And I was like, I can't do this. This is no way. But now we have it down to like a little over an hour cutting corners and figuring it out what works. Like if you're shooting a music video, it needs to be more flawless. But if you're doing it live and you're away from people, there are certain things you can kind of let slide a little bit more, which are time consuming. Um, so that's been the, the, the biggest challenge so far. I mean, we haven't really toured, so I don't right. know how it's going to go. But, you know, I'll be six feet more, further up front than I was when I played drums. So <laughs> I think it'll be fine, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Not, right on. I, I like that uh, that response. Can you tell us about the the other characters that make up psychosexual? Yeah. Um, they're all really good players. They're good guys. They're Vegas guys. We all live in Vegas and, um, I've been friends with the guitar player for many years and he w he was working, he and I started just making a record. And then I was like, let's make this a band. So, uh, he, he knew the, the bass player and drummer and brought them in. And then we came up with some cool, demon names for them um astaroth is on bass <laughs> volick is on drums and the guitar player's name's crucifier nice so <laughs> i love it i thought those are pretty fun metal names oh i, I love it because you know what i i've been watching some uh like they're like horror movies but they're like rocker horror movies and mm -hmm. you go back and the bands with the names you know again that's something that's missing and just being over the top and creative so I'm, I'm excited for this uh for this project but i know i only have you here for a limited time so if i can ask about um years when you were with five finger death punch i believe you shared bills with guns and roses so obviously you know you're on appetite for distortion i any guest that has that six degrees of 
GNR Bacon instead of Kevin Bacon. So I'm wondering, you know, what six degrees uh, do you have, like, uh, with with Guns N' Roses? Have you met any of the dudes, or you know, any any experiences? I've met, I met Slash one time um, in in passing. We've been on festivals with Slash's band. Okay. That's um, it. I don't know that we did shows with Guns N' Roses, to be honest with you. Maybe I was thinking um, Slash. That's probably what I was thinking of. I definitely, we've definitely played with Slash several times, and they're all, that whole band's very cool. Um, we're friends with those guys. and um, But, yeah, I haven't met the rest of the guys. I never had the pleasure of meeting them. Hopefully I will at some point. Maybe we can even uh, be on the same festival or tour or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, so as somebody who grew up on you know, Kiss and, you know, Alice Cooper and the theatrics. Uh, what what did you think of that era in rock? I mean, I, I know Guns N' Roses isn't hair metal, but what did you think of maybe the era and what did you think of or do you think of, of Guns N' Roses? I love when Appetite came out. I was one of the first people in my small little town that got the cassette and I was sharing it with everyone. Dude, you got to check out this band. This is awesome. And uh Sure enough, it took a while, but then once it caught on, it blew up bigger than anything I'd ever seen in my lifetime up to that point. So, and that first record is a start to finish listener. It's it's a perfect album to me. It's one of the best records ever made. Yeah, right. It's 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 so amazing how universal that that viewpoint is. That 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 record is just just perfect. Uh, Too cool uh, for that. So, what else? Do we have to look forward to, uh, like, I, again, the, the video just dropped as I'm recording this today, uh, 420. What's on the docket? Because we were just talking about it. It's hard to say because, yeah, we want a tour. But what plans, like, are there any web stream, live stream plans? Like, what can fans look forward to uh, the next thing from, from you? We're putting together a live stream plan right now. But the, the next thing they can look forward to is the album coming out next month, uh, month May 14th. Right. And it's called Unholy Hymns for the Children. Where did that name come from, the un- un- Unholy yeah. Hymns for the Children? It just came to me, and I'm really happy it did, because I think it's a pretty fun title. <laughs> and I always like titles that push the envelope a little bit. Yeah, I love it. So that's, uh, again, it's coming out uh, May 14th. I can't thank you enough for your, your time, Jeremy. So what is the best way, I think, for fans? Because you're on Twitter, you're on Instagram, so just fans just follow Psychosexual on, uh, yeah. on social media for all the updates. Go to psychosexualmusic.com and it has links to everything there. All of our socials, all of our merch. So go to psychosexualmusic.com. Cool. Jeremy, thank you so much. I hope we get to do this again. Me too. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Very cool. And I respect him because he knows, given he was already in Five Finger Death Punch and he briefly spoke about it, that he's subject to hate. And I don't know. That's, that's so silly. It's, people wonder why... You know, rock is so divided and perhaps it's not in the forefront. I mean, just look at the blabbermouth comments, comment section. I mean, including on on Jeremy Spencer articles. It's just not cool. I mean, if the guy's uh, enjoying himself, who cares? I mean, there are bands to take seriously. Psychosexual, led by Devil Daddy, isn't meant to be taken seriously. So calm the fuck down, people. You know, some people were like, oh, this is the worst atrocity to me- Relax. There is so much music out there. If you don't like it, listen to something else, bro. Like, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? So, with that in mind, what I will say, because we haven't done this justice in a bit, and that's shotgun news. Shotgun news. 
news. So we finally have new music from Gilby Clark. We've been talking about his new record, The Gospel of Truth, for quite some time, including when Gilby was on. He, he mentioned the record had been done. It's been done for a while, and of course the pandemic kind of screws things up. But this is all courtesy of a Golden Robot Records, and it's been fun to kind of see him release a, a single here, a single there, and now it's available on CD and uh, digital. You can go to uh, goldenrobotrecords.com, or it's available on Amazon. And it's awesome because not just, yeah, it's new Gilby, but uh, Nikki Six is, uh, is on it. Also, uh, Kenny uh, Aronoff, who's on uh, Chicken Foot, Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction. So it's got a kind of a cool lineup. I haven't listened to it yet, but I, I just want to say congratulations to, uh, to Gilby Clark and, uh, and Mark from Golden Robot Records. I know everybody's been working on this for such a long time, and it's, it's finally out. It's finally here. Yes. New music. What a concept. And speaking of which, new music from DJ Ashpa. And Debbie Gibson. So did you have this on your scorecard? A, a collaboration between DJ Ashba and 1980s pop star Debbie Gibson. And I don't like to say, she's been making music for years. Yeah, she made her fame uh, in the 80s. But she's been, you know, rocking and rolling, as they say, over the years. And she still looks great, as, uh, as I can say politely. So they, they took the, the Instagram uh, to announce this. So uh, Gibson, uh, what did she say? Uh, creating some magic. Oh, no, this was Ashba on his Instagram. Excuse me. Uh, creating some magic with Debbie Gibson. Hashtag make it sleazy. Hashtag Sunday fun day. Uh, so <laughs> Gibson wrote the comment section. Uh, you are adding fire emoji to these songs. And the process is such a blast as it should be. So excited for everybody to hear what we've been cooking up. Ashba then added... Always a good time. Tracks are fire emoji. So they're working on something. And I will tell you, I immediately reached out to Debbie Gibson for an interview. <laughs> and currently, she's not doing any interviews. That's what I was told. I get an answer, which I always appreciate. And uh, they'll, they'll keep me in mind when she starts doing interviews. Hopefully, um, hopefully it happens. I, I, I tweeted this the other day that booking interviews is a lot like dating. You know, you, you take chances, you put yourself out there. The responses are sometimes overwhelmingly positive. Sometimes, you know, no responses. Sometimes you do, obviously you get rejected. And a lot of times, I mean, this happens more often than not. You, I'm surprised by it. You get yeses, people that say yes, and then you never hear from them again. So you get, you get ghosted. That doesn't make me feel good. That doesn't feel, you know, what did I do wrong? Uh, so... It happened, so I was happy to hear at least from uh, Debbie Gibson's peeps because I never heard from DJ Ashba's peeps. I would like to speak with uh, DJ as well. You know, I mean, he's uh, doesn't again doesn't have to be about uh, GNR, Dirty Secrets. You know that that first six AM record. Wow, I really really love that record. The uh, and that's why I was excited when uh, it was announced he was joining because I was a fan of six AM uh, already at that time. So. You know, it's it's funny, and I, it's shotgun news, so this is also part of the news. Uh, thanks to to Dan. We'll call him WWE Dan uh, because I know he likes wrestling and he's on Twitter. I had no idea where on Alexa. No idea. So Or Amazon Music, I should say. So you can just say, Alexa, hey, 
play appetite for distortion and it'll come up. So my fiance decided to try it with Siri and Spotify and it worked. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And she goes, this is what your, your theme song sounds like? Oh, okay. Uh, I thought uh, you've listened before. Okay. All right. I see how it is. All right. <laughs> it's okay. Now I, I, I promised you a singing cat. So on my Facebook, it's the most viral thing I've ever done as far as like a video is. Uh, but it's all courtesy of uh, on TikTok. I don't follow TikTok, uh, but, you know, people cross uh, the streams with social media at Magic Anytime. Okay, so it's like, why is there a singing cat on a place, you know, and a hashtag or a handle? See, I'm not that hip. On a handle at Magic Anytime. Well, it's funny because if you look at the guy's uh, profile, you can tell that he was starting his, his thing, trying to become internet famous by doing magic tricks and then brought his cat into it who would kind of uh, does meow on cue. And you could see the reaction, like the amount of views that he was getting go up. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this magic shit. Here's the cat. So I, I, I saw this in another Facebook group. Somebody shared it. And then like, I'm like, it's, it's, it's making the rounds. Again, not my credit. This is going out to Tinker's the Cat, uh, Magic Anytime. You know, if you can watch it, please do. It's funny. He doesn't look like me. I'll preface it. But it's a, it's a bearded white guy. He has hair, first of all, and no tattoos, so he doesn't look like me. Uh, so he's holding, yeah, I don't know, a tabby cat, kind of not quite orange, you know, light brown, you know, cradling it like a baby. And he's singing Sweet Child on the Mind. And every time he, you know, he's facing the camera singing his part, and he's got a decent voice, which we'll hear in a second. He pulls the cat in, and the cat meows each time. And he does it amazingly. So here you go at Magic Anytime on TikTok and Tinkers the Cat. She got a smile and it seems to remind me of childhood where everything was as fresh as the bright blue. Now and then when I see her, it takes me away to that special. And if I stare too long, I'll probably break down and cry. Whoa, whoa, sweet child of mine. Whoa, oh, 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 sweet lover. Oh, baby. I've listened to that way too much. Way too much. (laughs) I don't know about you. Like I said, that might be my most uh, viral uh, video on Facebook ever. Uh, if you want to watch it, facebook.com slash the AFD show. If you're not on TikTok, of course, go to the source. Give, the, give this guy and his cat, you know, the views that it, that it needs uh, because they earned it. They earned it. And last but not least on the Shotgun News docket, you may have heard in the episode that we did with uh, Ace Piva from Under the Bridge and Doug Goldstein, former Guns N' Roses manager. Now, Doug and I made an announcement at the end of the episode. And no, we are not getting married. Uh, but we are uh, we are <laughs> hand in hand in writing a book together. I don't know why I'm making it weird. So basically, I'll cut the bullshit. I'm helping Doug Goldstein write his book. It feels weird saying it. It really does. Um, it was up to Doug when he wanted to go public with it because we are still very early in the process. 
And the process, which we both, and which is why we're announcing it this early, is that we want to bring you along for it. Kind of like I do with the podcast. Okay, so what I've done thus far with Doug is we've talked about certain subjects uh, and, and his childhood, which is paramount to the entire story. It really is his childhood and things that he went through and it, it's, it's bananas. Uh, so we, we've done some Zoom episodes for but just between us in conversations, Zoom conversations. I'm in podcast brain. I have, I have podcast brain. <laughs> hey, by the time I'm recording this shotgun news, and thanks for those of you who are awake following on social media, I just spent the last week waking up at 3 a.m. to work at q 4.3 in New York City uh, to fill in for the morning producer. Love the opportunity. It's a dream to, you know, to do, do uh, New York City radio and be in the studio, work there. Because uh, as you, most of you know, I'm working and recording from home now because of the little thing called COVID and the whole pandemic thing. But anyway, I digress. I just haven't had a chance to talk to you one-on-one -on -one for a while. So I like that I'm able to do this at the moment. Uh, because Doug and I are going to have, uh, we're going to have open the conversation to you. And that's what we said in there. So if there is a, a story that you want Doug to tell to go into, you know, uh, like I will, this isn't much of a, a spoiler, but we go into Donington, you know, in the, in the upcoming book. I mean, maybe let's just say, cause it's so early on, maybe we cut it. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving uh, too many secrets away. As is, but right now, yeah, we've recorded some stuff on Donington. We've recorded some stuff on St. Louis. You know what really happened. You know, so if you want what really happened, and Doug likes to say that he and and Axel for the most part were the only sober ones during that time. So hopefully, his recollection is the best. So if you have read Slash's book, if you have read Duff's book, Stephen Adler's book, Mick Wall's book. And you want Doug to address it. He will do it directly. I want to be creative with this book. I really do. Because it's Doug's story, but I'm helping putting it together. Which is kind of what this podcast is. I'm taking other people's stories, my guests, you that come on here, and I put it together. So I think we're going to do something really special when it's all said and done. And you can be a part of it. And guess what? Just like how you can be a part of this podcast, it's not like you just submit a question and I say, hey, thanks. I mean, I do that. But we're going to put you in the book. You ask a question that inspires a chapter, you're going to get credit in the, uh, the index, you know, in the, uh, in the thank you notes or however we're going to end up doing it. So you can be, uh, I don't want to use the word immortalized, maybe I'm overselling it, but you can have your name forever be in a Guns N' Roses book. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool for me. I can't believe it. And Doug, uh, he said it before, so I'm, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I've I've heard it from <laughs> I've heard it from Doug, and I just heard it from uh, Jim Kerr, who is my uh, who is the host of the morning show at Q1043, who I just mentioned. He's in the Radio Hall of Fame. I mean, he's interviewed everybody from Elton John to you know Mick Jagger. He's a legend. I have to learn to take a thank you. I have to learn to take compliments. <laughs> it's just, I think people just like, he, that's why Doug likes me. He's like, you don't pick sides. You don't have an ego. You just, you do it for the passion of it all, you know? And then and, and that's, all right. So if, if, if that's what made you choose me to help you on this venture, I'm all for it. So if you have anything that you want to tell me or Doug about the book, ideas, or just 
Words of encouragement. Uh, hit me up, facebook.com slash the AFD show, Twitter at the AFD show. Uh, email, that might be the best way, considering you know, this is for a book, uh, at the AFD show at gmail.com. And Instagram, however you want to hit me up. I mean, Doug's on Facebook a lot, so he's very uh, open with fans. Uh, he, he's putting it out because there are things that, you know, he wants to get out about. He wants to talk about his family and, and, and talk about his brother that meant so much to him. And there are some amazing parallels between his, you know, between his dad and his brother and just the way he, it, you know, the, the personalities in Guns N' Roses. It's just one of those things that maybe, you know, the, the whatever you believe in, maybe there is a, a plan or something. It was just, it's very cool. It's very cool. So hopefully I do a good job in framing that right <laughs> as the, the quote unquote, I guess, I don't know, eth, uh, co-author, editor, whatever. I, I don't care. Just the fact that I get to work on it. And, and uh, it's just another uh, amazing thing that has happened because of all of you listening to this podcast. Because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have met Doug and I wouldn't have this opportunity. So thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast. And all the new listeners, I get messages all the time. Hey, I just found you from people from different countries, from different states. It boggles my mind all the time. So just thank you. And you know what? I, I'll, I'll, I'll end here. I got a kick out of it. Even people who follow me. Uh, I, if you notice, if you follow me on social media, I've been taking just like short clips of old episodes and putting them up. Kind of gets to relive some moments. And, you know, I, I put one up with, uh, with Tom Green. You know, him talking about his home studio and wanting to work with Sebastian Bach. And I just tagged Tom and he retweeted it, which is very cool. And one of Tom's followers was like, oh shit, I were I didn't know you were on Brando's podcast. So he knew who I was. So it was just I thought it was a very funny thing. So because I've gotten that a lot where, hey, maybe you should interview and sometimes I have. Sometimes I have interviewed that person. But uh, I'll continue to, you know, fight the good fight trying to get some cool guests on for you. Okay, we've been this podcast has been going strong. All thanks to you. Okay? All right. So that does it for shotgun news and this episode. What is to come on the next episode? When you're going to hear it? Who's the next guest going to be? In the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, you'll see it. I don't know if soon is the word. Thanks to the lame ass security, I'm going home.